following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Welcome to the episode here at the KickPod Podcast, the podcast dojo for inspirational martial arts talk. I am your host, TJ Williams, newly fifth degree black belt of the Chuck Norris system, here to give you an insight of my martial arts journey, discussing allies and martial arts-based subjects, and highlight individuals involved in martial arts of all styles, past, present, and future. All right, so first off, I'd like to apologize for my month hiatus as I, I was um, focusing on my upcoming fifth degree promotion. And um, of course, I have uh, other stuff that I have on a plate that I have to deal with. So, I mean, I want to always actually get on um, get on this podcast and kind of discuss my, um, my uh, martial arts uh, journey as well as um, analyzing subjects that come to mind and and at least try to get more guests on the show. So, um, of course, um, I, yeah, like I said, I've been extraordinarily busy, and you know, it's just um, just something that I had to focus on. So, but now I am back, and I'm introducing this episode uh, mostly because um, I want to talk about my fifth degree promotion that happened a few weeks ago in Las Vegas. So it's um it was like a wonderful um experience, and let's just say I made a, a tremendous impact. As um of course my um performance, uh, my fifth degree master rank induction ceremony performance is on YouTube on the UFAF uh, channel. So if you haven't seen, well, for those who've been following me, and uh, if you haven't seen the video yet it is on youtube so check it out and i'm sure you're going to really enjoy my performance just like everybody does enjoyed my performance in um during the itc and yeah i want to talk about that but um just um also give people another heads up on uh, curtain events um if you were just reading dumped the news today, um, of course, we lost another pioneer in the entertainment business. For those who were who lived in the 80s, um, definitely know this person, um, Paul Rubin, better known as Pee Wee Herman, passed away at the age of 70. So, of course, he was like a month away from his um, 71st birthday, and yet um, he suffered from cancer, which... I didn't know what cancer was he suffered from, but nevertheless, it's just a painful loss for everybody that grew up watching Pee Wee Herman. I mean, I'm probably one of the few people seeing both his movies, um, Pee Wee's Big Adventure and um, Big Top Pee Wee Herman, Pee Wee. I mean, that was the two movies that I grew up with, and of course, Pee Wee's Playhouse, and um, he appeared in a couple movies for those that are they definitely didn't appear in movies as his um character, but he, as you know, he played in um Meatballs Part Two. Um, he uh, was in uh, Batman Return, and pretty much the beginning of the movie, like him and um his um 
co-star who played in Pee Wee's Big Adventures, uh, Salone, <clears throat> Simone, or whatever her name is, but um, they both was in that movie. And um, you, <clears throat> he played in movies like Matilda and um, Dunson's Check, Dunson Checks Ins. But nevertheless, uh, we definitely uh, pray for his family, and hopefully they're gonna have a marathon of Paul Rubens' performance. And uh, he's probably up there with um, great performers. I mean, one of them who was on his um, show was Phil Hartman. I mean, definitely before, um, uh, definitely Phil Hartman, another good pioneer. But nevertheless, um, it's just tough just dealing with it. All right. Anyway, I want to try to get on the um, the, the topic. I mean, I want to talk about my uh, my adventures at the uh, 2023 UFAB ITC, what's happened in Las Vegas. All right. So, of course, here I am, currently a fifth degree black belt. I've been talking about it like for months now. And of course, um, I've been being um, humbly prepared for it for the entire year. I mean, pretty much since my knee injury. And then speaking of my knee, I'm pretty much close to full recovery. I mean, I've been doing runs, um, pretty much doing runs like Saturday mornings and um, Saturday, Sunday mornings. And um, I'm trying to get, slowly get myself back into wrestling. And of course, I would know like um, my next um, appointment with my orthopedist, if I'm actually clear to do any um, professional sports or activities. Well, mostly, I've pretty much been good, doing good. Now, I've been doing Brazilian jiu-jitsu on Tuesday nights, teaching classes. And like I said, I've been on my runs. And, you know, the big concern of um, getting back to wrestling is making sure my quad is completely strong, which I've been working on. So I want to get that strong. So, well, getting into this ITC. No, it was a fun trip. You know, I took my father with me. You know, I haven't taken my father to Vegas since uh, 2020, 2010. That's when I kind of made a comeback from um, to the ITC. That was like my third time going to Vegas for ITC. But um, I mean, great thing about it is is actually being back there and um, just um, seeing my UFAB family, like all the black belts and, of course, uh, the board of directors. And, you know, I was getting ready for my moment, just going into um, this performance for fifth degree uh, and just say, you know, just a lot on my mind, well, getting settled in. And then even before the convention or even before the performance, yeah, I was doing um, something called the instructor development series. You know, two there was two instructors there teaching uh, teaching the um the series the, the classes you know really wonderful martial arts uh martial arts technique or definitely um martial arts um well things that could be vital to our martial arts training even if it doesn't um apply to the chuck norris system i mean pretty much anything that's could be vital vital out there any martial arts styles can be vital to the Chuck Norris system because yet the Chuck Norris system is a hybrid martial arts. And with hybrid martial arts, we adapt to different um, situations. And as we know that um, since um, street self-defense or we call them stand-up combatives or ground combatives tend to evolve because mostly things are being filmed, like fights being filmed and um, post on 
like say Facebook or YouTube. And, you know, there's people out there that really watch how people fight. And yet um, we are just analyzing how we uh, deal with the situation. Uh, there's always some vital information of um, how to defend yourself. And that's why we are called the United Fighting Arts Federation. I mean, the whole key word is united. Yeah, we're, just, we're not divided. And we always just really trying to make things better in the martial arts world, as well as a lot of things around the world. I guess this is the reason why Grandmaster Chuck Norris created UFAM to be a, like to get bring the world together. I mean, the world has been pretty much against each other, and we just basically fight. And there's like no no winning side, no no winning side to it. I mean, we just have to kind of really be mindful of what we say or what we do. But nevertheless, took those classes. And probably one of my favorite parts of that um, is Rowan Osborne. For those who don't know them, he's probably one of the um, best um, martial arts instructors and instructors for other instructors. You know, he really teaches how to make things extremely interesting for kids and pretty much anybody in the class. I mean, make it energetic. And, you know, I. This is like the second time I've, well, he did a seminar last year at the, the whole convention. And then, yeah, he decided to come back to do the IDS. And, you know, it's really good seeing him. He's got so much energy. You know, that makes him my favorite instructor. And, you know, and the thing that kind of bothers me about that, um, one of my guests, uh, Chris Kazamaza, uh, he was in Vegas the same um, week that I was. And, but he, we were in different hotels. I was at South Point. He was the, the Mandalay Bay. He was having this little convention. It would have been nice if I actually really went to the um, Mandalay Bay and actually meet met him. But um, you know, there's another time. You know, I'll be surprised if he comes to Vegas next year. At the and just to think about it, um, the next year's ITC is actually at the Mandalay Bay. Of course, uh, this year was our last time at the South Point Hotel in which we were there for 16 years, ever since the Stardust um, was closed and tear down. But, you know, I say it was a wonderful hotel, but yet uh, I guess um, and I guess at some point they just got tired of us um, being there. I just can't say tired, but it's like, I guess they felt that they weren't making enough money on us because for me there, but no. No, why not? I can't complain. I mean, that was a good hotel, you know, Bowen Alley, a uh, lot of rest, good restaurants. Um, of course, it's a movie theater, uh, game gaming room. I mean, equestrian, a good swimming pool. I mean, good weight room. I mean, but I'm yet I am um, getting set for the future at the Mandalay Bay. And I don't know what to look forward to other than it's going to be a big hotel. But yet, um, I'm excited for next year as I um, enter um, next year as um, a newly fifth degree master. And what bothered me about this year is that um, Grandmaster Chuck Norris wasn't there due to scheduling conflict. And that's what bothered me about um, the hotel is that I guess the original date that they scheduled for us got um, changed. Uh, it was changed to a different date. I mean, we ended up having to have our convention the week of the 4th of July. And yet, I guess we were going to have it um, 
sometime after the week of the Fourth of July. But yet, that was the only that was the only um, date that was available to us. So either we was going to have that date or not have an ITC at all, which would mean I had to wait next year to be promoted to fifth degree. But yet, I'm just saying. But yet, um. I was looking forward to um, Mr. Uh, Grandmaster Norris to being there to put the black jacket on me after my performance. But yet, like I said, due to um, the, the scheduling conflict, he wasn't able to make it and uh, from or make it to the convention. I mean, but yet, um, but uh, yet um, there was another black belt uh, Grandmaster that filled in to, uh, Mr. Norris' place. Uh, and he's also a guest on my show, uh, Grandmaster Ken, Ken Gallagher, in which uh, he had a story to tell during the gala. And it pretty much felt inspiring and motivate, motivating. And yet, I didn't know about this until my master instructor showed me a video of him ringing a bell. And normally when somebody rings a bell, that means there's that somebody beats cancer. So that was the story that he kind of bringed out um, at the gala. So imagine this seemed like it, that was a better opportunity for me than actually having um, my black jacket put on by Grandmaster Norris. I mean, it's not that I, it's not the first time I haven't seen Mr. Norris. I've seen Grandmaster Norris so many times. I mean, I've gone to the convention 13 times and it's like, this is like the second time that he, haven't had to miss uh, the ITC. But, you know, definitely it'd be nice if he came next. Well, it's going to be nice to see him next year and I'll be able to get my picture taken with him and his brother Aaron with my newly um, newly black jacket. You know, I have like four pictures with um, Chuck Norris and Aaron Norris with all my other degrees. But yet to go next year and have my picture taken with them with um, my all black um gi yeah that's um in our organization um all black um, uniforms means the master rank so yeah i made it through through trial and error i mean 26 years of hard work really not quitting on myself and really taking the time to be patient with others as well as myself to make it to this point you know one thing i mean one thing that i yeah, the one thing I would hate about most people is that they go to this organization, or let's just say, yes, this is uh, an organization created by Chuck Norris. And I mean, I say, do not join a UFAB or join UFAB because of Chuck Norris, that just to meet Chuck Norris. I mean, join it because you're out there to make a difference. You know, there's so many people out there I mean, I know there was like one gentleman that I've seen at the, the ITC. He was only there to meet Chuck Norris, and yet he didn't compete or do the seminars. He was just walking around taking pictures, doing whatever. And, you know, that's kind of wrong. You know, you got to really work hard to be in UFAF. And, you know, some people are just letting themselves, let those things get to their head. It's like, really, I just go, I just want to be in this organization just to meet a famous person, Nate Chuck Norris. You know, yeah, you know, Chuck Norris is a prestigious name and prestigious person, but yet I am, I'm in this organization because I want to make a difference. I've changed 
how I am, how I was years ago into what I am now. And speaking of which, um, I was um, voted for most inspirational. Again, I, I think I mentioned that in a few episodes, but yet I was um, nominated. This is like my third time nominated for most inspirational. And yet this year I've received the award for most inspirational. Yeah, there's like, that's one of the three awards that people get, you know, there's most inspirational, instructive year, school year. And yet I got most inspirational. And, you know, I would like to thank everybody in UFAF that voted for me. I mean, basically the true gift is not the what the, um, I actually got a ice bucket a glass ice bucket as uh, as an award, but you know I say, I mean, the award is not the importance. It's um it's the people that voted for me. Those that's the true award. I mean, those are the people that really, really looked at me as somebody that that wanted that really inspired them. So, basically, what I've been doing other than doing this podcast, you know, showing people that, you know, work, hard work really pays off. So that's what happened with, uh, yeah, with the gala. You know, I felt that, I felt like that's pretty much my year, you know, getting promoted to fifth degree and getting most inspirational while uh, winning third place in weapons and additional, winning a hundred, winning a hundred bucks in the raffle. So luck was pretty much on my side. And the fact that um, I pretty much got my breakfast paid for, like uh, by the manager, and it was like I was on. I didn't think I was waiting that long. Me and my pops was just um, having breakfast, and uh, we was. Um, I guess it was like on the last day, not the last day of the convention, but um, it was like the day we we're going to leave the hotel. And yet, um, we um, we thought we was going to make law for breakfast, but nevertheless, um, it was. We got a free breakfast. And yet, you talk about having genuine people in our organization. I mean, one thing, we have genuine instructors and generous competitors. You know, I got to see competitors compete. And as well as um, I competed myself. And, you know, other than doing wonderful seminars that are beneficial to how I train and how I teach, it's just, it's just amazing. And you belong to a, a wonderful organization, but I want to kind of get into my um, my fifth degree performance. Uh, it's not just I know people are just wondering like what what was like. One thing you know, I was watching, kind of looking back, I was like watching um, these um, previous performances by uh, certain people getting their fifth degree, and you know, kind of develop an envy to say that one day I'll end up being getting my fifth degree. And yet, um, with um, with a lot of patience and hard work, you know, I was able to like four years ago test for my fourth degree, and was able to get through that last physical test. And well, originally, if I was to pass the 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 fourth degree uh, black belt test in 2018, I would have been set to get my master rank last year. But um, of course, uh, I felt the testing board felt that I wasn't ready so yet I worked my tail off for next year hoping that um I'd be ready and yet um in 2019 um around April I uh, passed my fourth degree 
And yet, after you get in your fourth degree in um, the Chuck Norris system of UFAP, yeah, of course, there's a four-year wait, which means you have to do four years of training. And then, and on top of all that, you have to do two master development series, MDSs. And of course, there was, in this case, it's level one and two, and which uh, I was able to do on time before I was nominated for fifth degree. So uh, one thing, you don't take these classes just because it's your part of your requirement. You take these classes to make sure you understand like the whole concept of the Chuck Norris system, what to look for when you're teaching kids the martial arts techniques. And that's just uh, something to uh, really think about. You know, there's so many people out there that think they'll get a shortcut and get in fifth degree. But yes, they need to understand that it's you have to get through all the requirements in this case. You know, you can't just get your fourth degree and stop training for four years and thinking that you're gonna get fifth degree. I mean, some people thought it was, uh, uh, that was that the escape route. I mean, you don't have to test physically anymore, but yet you still have to train in which I did. I mean, I trained through the, the pandemic and on top of all that, I was still attending classes even with after having knee surgery in which uh, that was just uh, quite a journey. Like really, I'll, I was lucky enough that it, the knee injury happened after last year. I mean, it was like around the last summer that I injured my knee during a wrestling match. And yet here I am a year later, I'm standing on my two feet and I'm able to get my fifth degree. And yeah, so I want to try to get, in, get into the performance. I mean, yeah, here I am on stage. Well, of course, on the mat. And you got the board of directors of UFAF sitting on the sitting on top of the stage and um here i am well one of them the is my uh, master instructor yeah he's sitting there watching me you know i kind of consider my karate pops and of course i got my father sitting there watching and um people from my school uh watching too from the sidelines you know i just to describe it you know i kind of have uh, a blending of video game and um martial arts uh into the um whole and the whole performance you know, kind of started off uh, with a Super Mario Brothers theme, just to be silly. And of course, uh, kind of also kind of blended with uh, Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter, and put a little of my uh, professional wrestling um, techniques in there. You know, this pretty much this whole performance, it's not about being promoted. It's not, that's not a test. It's almost a celebration of your whole martial arts journey. So I was basically displaying my whole journey of, in martial arts as well as my uh, uh, what I do outside of martial arts. You know, yeah, like I said, I put in a little of my um, video game and um, pro wrestling and uh, in the performance. And, you know, I had people, well, look at this way. I put it this way. It's like they put you in a jungle with wild animals, wild, wild beasts. And they expect you to come out with a fur coat. But in my case, I went in that jungle. Instead of coming out with a fur coat, I came out with those lions and tigers and bears dancing because I was just being extremely entertained. And because of that, you know, I became the talk of the whole convention. The whole week, I got people's attention. That was like a performance I was planning for the entire year. And, and that was just... I just got people's attention, but nevertheless, um, 
that was my performance. And yet after that performance, yeah, after all the people that were uh, being promoted to fifth degree, it was um, time to get our black jacket. So here we are walking up stage and um, our black jackets are getting passed down from the end of the line to the front with the Grand Master actually putting a, the black jacket on us and our instructor actually holding our, um, our black and white jacket, of course, um, black trim and um, the white um, jacket. And um, that was uh, that was the kind of moment there. You know, you get your black jacket put on by the Grand Master, tie your belt, and you kind of go down the line, uh, bowing to the board directors, handshakes, hugs. Yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> and great thing about me is um, I was the main event. I mean, that was the great thing. <laughs> I was going last. I was like so happy about that. You know, it's a good thing I did because that my performance was like really off the chain. You know, that's probably going to be the talk about next year when I go. It's like, I want to see who's going. Oh. I know I got more people from my school actually going for a master rank. I mean, I think we got luckily, luckily five. So it's wonderful. So of course, um, here, here we go. Um, just going into like, well, after we get our black jackets, uh, we get sworn in as um, flip degrees. We just gotta say the oath. Of course, um, yeah, I don't have the on me right now, but hopefully next next show, I'll actually read the oath. And so yeah, here we are. We say the oath, and we're officially fifth degree black belts. And you know, we get and actually we get our the black belt certificate with uh, we pre well even though it says that. We get we uh well actually it was it was the sixth July sixth that we did the performance we got going to fifth degree, but you know it's we actually don't get our uh, official certificate until um, the the day of the gala. Uh, the gala is um, of course award ceremony, and kind of get into um, the next day where it was <sighs> uh, seminars. I mean of course we had. Um, Master Ben Frazier doing a seminar where we're um, basically street, streetwise um, fighting. And then next to that, it was uh, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu with uh, 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 Grandmaster Gallagher's son, Kenny Gallagher. And um, of course, we follow up with um, uh, Master uh, Ken Kenny Herrera. And then lastly, it was Riley Hackett's um, sparring, which I didn't do. Because my body was so sore since after the last three seminars, it was like mostly we were just getting thrown down, rolling around, and I was like sore over. I had to rest, and then of course uh, going into kind of like Saturday night or Saturday was competition. We were uh, yes, yeah, so competition was um, basically everybody competing into. Yeah, we were competing. Yeah, basically competition, like black belt. Well, luckily my division was like first up, and I'll get get my division out of the way, and then of course I spend time judging. And these like amazing technique. Well, I've seen amazing martial arts, uh, katas, and um, mostly sparring. So everybody did amazing. 
you know, like I said, I came home with a third place trophy. I mean, we only had like three people in the division. You know, I had to go against two other people that had um, unique um, um, weapons. Well, mostly mine was more unique because I was doing tapas, which is amazing. I love it. But as y'all, I might end up winning first place. I'd be surprised if I actually did. No, I almost did last year. Only it was um, by a third of a point. Like, I mean, that was like an inch. I could have won, but no. Oh. <sighs> I'm sorry, I'm yelling like crazy. You know, I was working all morning, so I wanted to get this out of the way. So, um, of course, yeah, that's uh, the cold convention right there. Yeah, and then, of course, there's uh, the scrans where people that won first place in their division, they actually, uh, and uh, yeah, so, um, and uh, what, uh, sorry, I'm just watching TV, so it's like, and I'm just, um, <laughs> Uh, you know, just kind of figure things out, and, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, just trying. So, like, yeah, so yeah, so it's the gala, the award ceremony. Like I told you about that, and then of course the the finals. The finals were just like people who won first place; they go for the grand champion, and you know the grand or the Norris Cup. Yeah, so the winners of uh, that uh, whole competition is the it's the Norris Cup, and which is like a prestigious award, and yeah, and you get patches, and of course you get a bigger like big, like big like almost a Stanley Cup size cup. Okay. So and then of course that's the last of the convention. Everybody closes up. We uh, do last minute stuff, like in Vegas. I didn't even go out on the strip. I mean, I've been on a strip so many times. It's just like, I already know Las Vegas, but yet, so maybe, of course, next year, I don't have to worry about actually taking a, a, a taxi or a trolley to uh, the strip because we're going to actually be on a strip so I can actually do some fun stuff on a strip. So it's wonderful. Hey, okay. All right. So, uh, of course, that's my trip. And um, since I'm back, I'm definitely out there looking for guests to be on the show. You know, there are certain people I asked at the at the convention, so hopefully you'll see them as guests on my podcast. So I mean, I'm really out there searching, and I'd uh, be surprised that I'm asked to be on somebody else's podcast. You know, I've been on a play a podcast as as I as we speak, and um, of course, yeah, making an impact. So I mean, my next target is um, hopefully I'll end up on TV, but likely that will happen. But we'll see what happens. But anyway, just a little closing on this podcast. So I hope everybody's enjoying their, um, of course, their summer so far. I mean, of course, uh, we are we're in almost in August. Well, tomorrow will be in August, so that'll be the the last. Um, so that'll be like the last of um, the summer that you'll get. And uh, yes, uh, we. Of course, school will be starting soon. And yet, um, you, uh, boy, I'm just being so tired right now. I don't know what I must say, but nevertheless, just, of course, I hope you kids are getting ready for school and get ready to be academic. And uh, um, definitely, I'm hoping that um, we can get more students at our 
our karate school. Yeah, but speaking of which, uh, for those who are living in the Western New York area, mostly Niagara Falls, uh, Princeton Karate Center is looking for students. We're looking to at least get more students in our school. And if you're looking to, for good martial arts training, go to Princeton Karate Center. Either we can go, you can go to Lewiston, New York, or Niagara Falls. It, it doesn't matter, but you are going to still get this uh, same martial arts training. Okay. All right, for those who are just um, joining me for the first time, pre, um, tune into my previous episodes on the BICBPRadio.com, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And I'll see you next time for another episode here at the uh, Kick Pod Podcast. This is your host, TJ Williams, bowing you out. Thank you.